No, I, I thought I thought honestly. I mean, I know the yard per carry or yard per attempt was you know just over two, but I thought it was effective enough though to to open up some of the some of the little play action stuff, some of the drop back uh, passes, things of that nature. And quite honestly, you know, it you saw commitment to the run, right? And in how how our offensive line you know took charge right there. But sometimes it's not so much the yards per carry as much as you just got to commit to it and stick to it because it does open up some other things in your offense. And if, and if you could hit the home run like James did that one time, that kind of makes it worth it? It does because you just kind of keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, and, and um, you know that's what our guys did last week. Have you ever played through a rib injury ever? Yes. What's it like having to – I mean, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not fun. It's not comfortable. Um, you know, you're dealing with just, just body movements all the time. You know, I remember when I did mine um, – sitting down, sneezing, coughing, laughing, all that kind of stuff can kind of agitate and irritate the area. Um, but it just takes, it just takes, you know, time to heal. Does it tend to be slow to heal? I think it depends on the, the person, the treatment, you know, the rehab that they're going through. Um, you know, for me, it was uh, just a few days and, and you're back out there throwing and moving, but, but it's, you know, it's there. Growing, uh, growing, growing up where you did, what are your memories, uh, if any, you know, junior high through high school of the Chargers. Wow. I mean, Air 4L was probably the first NFL offense that attracted any kind of cachet nationally. I'm yeah. just wondering, how much did you get to see? What are your memories of it? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, Dan Fouts and the guys, you know, growing up, you know, and on the West Coast. I mean, I was a Seattle Seahawks fan, you know, growing up in, in that same division, and, and it seemed like they were always the ones to kind of, you know, uh, either them or the Raiders were the ones to knock the, the Seahawks out of the postseason at some point. But, um, you know, it was just uh, they were fun to watch. You know, they were fun to watch. They're, they're, they're tight ends. You know, they're skill guys. Um, you know, and they've always had sort of a rich tradition of that, and they, they still do. What do you remember? Yeah, do you remember the playoff game against the Dolphins in the Orange Bowl? 24 nothing lead they had, blew it, and then won it in overtime. Like, considered like one of the three or four greatest games in NFL history. Do you remember it at all? Nah, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, I've, I've slept since then. <laughs> How important is it for you guys to just know where Derwin James lines up from play and play out? I mean, it's important. He's a good player, you know, and, and he he can he can play, um, you know, on the edge as a rusher. He can play linebacker. He can play safety. He can play, you know, just about anywhere on that defense. They ask him to do a lot. And, you know, he's a good player. He's all over the field. He's physical. Um, so, yeah, it's important that we know where he's at. What makes him, in your opinion, special or just a different type of player? Well, I think just the versatility. Uh, you know, um, we talk a lot about that with our guys, you know, having versatility to play multiple spots. And, and uh, he can do that, you know, and he, uh, he understands that defense. And, and uh, that, that's what makes him, you know, valuable to that team. Uh, do uh, play callers get in a rhythm and you feel like you're in a pretty good rhythm with the tools that you have to work with, even though it's early in the season? Play callers do get in a rhythm, um, and then play callers can also get out of a rhythm. You know, it all just depends on how the game is going. You know, so you know you hope to be in more of a rhythm, obviously, each week. But um, you know, the flow of the game is is something that uh, you know that that's predicated sometimes by the players and how well we're just executing the offense, right? And 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 it just allows you to kind of free your mind up and and, and open your you know, your sheet up just a little bit more to, to get to some more of the good stuff, you know, on your on your call sheet. But, um, 
you know, last Sunday was, was one of those examples, and, and that kind of goes back to the run game, just being able to stick with the run to help us open up some other things. Is that hard to stick with the run when it's – I mean, is that harder than it sounds? It, it's, it's hard. You know, even the week before when you're down 14-3, you're still not out of the football game, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to – even as a play caller team to, to, to commit and, and stick with it. But you just have to, you know, um, kind of focus on it and, and – uh, you know, make it an emphasis, I guess, each week to try to to try to establish that. How much do you think the offense we saw on Sunday for this team is the offense it will be versus countering what the Colts presented on defense? You know, I, I think one of the things that you, you learn in this league is it's week to week, right? <clears throat> and you do you do what it takes to win, and and sometimes each week the game plans are going to be different. You know, the way we attack an opponent is going to be different. The way our opponent attacks us is going to be different. Um, so you're, you're constantly evolving and constantly, you know, shaping your game plans that way. What we did, yeah, I mean, if there's a blueprint, you know, yeah, you'd want to be that balance of run pass and and success in the red zone and, and all that. But we know, too, as coaches that, you know, sometimes it's uh, it could be a different offense from week to week just based on your opponent. How much do you tweak for a West Coast trip as a head coach? The only thing I'll tweak is um, – you know, Saturday, uh, we'll, we'll be in the building a little bit sooner on Saturday. It's an early flight. And then, um, you know, just keep everything sort of on East Coast time when we're out there. I, I know it's a early in the season, still week three, but how much emphasis do you put on this game, being that it's with a, you know, pretty good team in the AFC? I mean, it's our next game. It's the, all the emphasis I need, you know, and our players need. The fact that it's the next one on the schedule and, you know, we don't look past anybody, obviously, and we try to stay in the moment. And, you know, today's Wednesday, and we're going to get ready to go practice and play. Have you tried to go a day early? I've done that before as a player and as a coach. You know, there, there's really none. You know, studies have proven that there's not a whole lot. I mean, you know, every time zone you go back in time, it takes a day or so, you know, 24 hours to kind of catch up. So, really, you should go out on, like, Thursday, you know, if you really want to, you know, catch up. But... I, you know, I think if you just keep everything sort of status and keep the way, you know, we've been doing it here, um, it, it just, you don't have to worry about anything other than the time. Mike what Williams is, with a breakout game last Thursday against the Chiefs. Is the plan still with both Shaq and Tyson left and right as opposed to maybe, you know, having one of them trail a number one wide receiver? Obviously, assuming that Keenan Allen does or doesn't go for you just want me to give up the game plan yeah, right totally. now. Just, yeah, just, exactly. yeah. I guess we, we, can re, we will rephrase it, too. How do, you, how do you counter Mike Williams, potentially also Keenan Allen? Yeah, I mean, two good players. I mean, two really good players and, it, and it, they, you know, two big physical guys, too. And um, it's going to take all hands on deck in our secondary to, you know, whether you end up doubling the guy or you, you sometimes you just got to lock up man-to-man -man and play, you know, maybe on third down. But... You know our guys will, will battle. Um, you know they've got to watch the tape this week, and they got to they got to, you know, study their opponent and study those one-on-one -on -one matchups. But you know, give these two guys respect. Uh, you know, two really good receivers in this league. Have you been happy with the left-right split between Shaq and Tyson? Yeah, it's been it's been working working good, and um, you know a lot of and, and again it's based on scheme too. Corners are going to travel from side to side from time to time, and. You know, you try not to give too many indicators that way. But, but you know, um, been been pleased with, you know, 
where they've been playing. Cam's had his hands full the last two weeks. Now he gets Khalil Mack. Does Khalil Mack look like Khalil Mack of old? Yeah, you know, it looks like he's healthy. Um, he's fresh. He's ready to go. Been playing well these last two weeks. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good test for both our tackles, really, with these two guys. Um, again, a lot of respect for both of them, you know, what they've done in this league and and uh, got a challenge ahead of us. When you draft uh, first rounders, and, and I guess I'll throw Tyson in as a top 33 kind of pick to make plays. You look at these first couple of weeks between Trevor, Etienne, Lloyd, Trayvon. <laughs> I mean, you got pretty pleased with the way some of the young guys are are making impact plays. Yeah, they, you know that's what you want, right? When you when you draft first, second, even third round guys, you want them to make an impact right away on your. And they have to make an impact, right? And to credit to you know Trent and the personnel staff for you know all the work they do, you know, leading up to the draft, and then obviously being able to be in a position to draft these guys and add tremendous talent to your football team. And again, you know, three young players that uh, um, I think highly of, you know, um, they come to work every day. They try to get better at what they're doing. And uh, they've played, uh, you know, they've played well these first two weeks. What is it about, about Justin Herbert's game that's allowed him to avoid the normal pitfalls you see young quarterbacks have? I mean, it just seems like right from the get-go, uh, he was he was putting up he was putting up monster numbers. Yeah, I mean you know uh, obviously the scheme possibly that he's in you know allowed him to free up you know he they've surrounded him early with with some good talented guys the run game obviously receiving core um, and they're playing good defense too you know since they've been there and and uh, just you know really it's the mentality of of the coach too right I mean it's uh, you know Brandon Staley's an aggressive guy and. And uh, that's how the team, you know, they're going to feed off of that. And, and that's kind of the, the, the idea here, too, you know, is that the team will feed off of, you know, the tone that I set, you know, for them. And you see that with this group. And this, this group flies around. And that quarterback, um, and he can run. He's talented with his legs, obviously. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's turning himself into a really good passer. Is the injury report for you guys still blank? I mean, it's 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 good, you know. Knock on wood, it's been good. Again, it's a credit to the players coming in and, and how they've worked in the weight room and their conditioning and and all that. You know, when we practice, you see it. We practice hard, you know, during the week. And um, right now, it's been it's been pretty clean. We've come out of both games relatively clean, other than just some minor bumps and bruises. Do you see the same? Uh, you came in last Wednesday, disappointing loss. Thought you guys should have won, maybe. You come in this Wednesday. Is it the same team you're looking at in that room, or do you see a difference coming off a, a loss and a win? Well, you see a little bit more confidence, you know, coming off a win. But listen, we understand too that again, just like I said earlier, it's week to week, and as much as you want to live in the past, you can't. You know, you got another set of challenges, you know, right in front of us, and and uh, you know, we've got to go to work today. You got to put the pads on and go to practice, and um, you got to learn the game plan. You know, study your opponent. Um, can't worry about last week and, and focus on, you know, trying to go one and zero this week. Some teams not handle winning well. I, I you know, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to probably speak for other teams. I just know that situations I've been in, uh, it can happen, you know. But but again, I think that's my job to, to, to keep 
reeling the guys in and, and keep the to keep the goals right in front of the team. How do you talk about learn, a team needing to learn how to win? Is this week the perfect example of you got to win, you played well, but now you've got to go out and do it all over again? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the so what now what mentality, right? And you know we don't really care. You know wins are great in this league and they're hard to come by, and we we like them, but. Um, you know, again, it's my job to make sure that the goals and the ambitions and the things that we're trying to get done stay in front of the football team and, you know, keep pushing the team to get better, uh, challenge the team to get better, uh, challenge the coaches to continue to get better and find ways to improve. And and um, it's a long, long season. You hear that all the time, but it really is. And uh, it's just one game, you know, but uh, we got a long way to go. You've had a lot of success running different plays out of the same formation. Does that get exponentially harder every single week to, to well yeah the more you put on tape you know um the more tendencies they're going to be and so we've got to make sure as a staff that we kind of break our own tendencies with uh you know with different whether it be personnel or or different ways to run the same place is that paramount in your scheme is to, to do a lot of a lot from the same personnel groupings and formations well i mean the more the more you can execute the same play you know guys know exactly where to be um you know, you can tweak the personnel or tweak the formation, whatever. But you know, uh, there's some consistency there with with keeping it keeping it simple that way. Uh, I'm also a believer that you know you got to keep challenging your players with new new ideas, new thoughts, new wrinkles throughout the week. Things that you can take maybe advantage of, you know, in the game plan. Uh, but yeah, it gets as the season goes on, more more film is out there on every team, obviously, and uh, same way with our opponents each week, and you know. It does get a touch harder to game plan, but um, you know it's our job to find creative ways to, to move our guys around. How do you know if you're making progress with the so what now what mentality? Do you see it on the practice field during the week? Do you see the attention span in the in the meeting room? How do you know you're you're doing your job, as you say, to have this team focused? Um, you know, there's there's certain examples. Um, just one, you know, Arden Key after the game, everybody was excited in the locker room and. You know, we're getting ready to break the team down and, and kind of go our own way after the game. But, you know, Arden spoke up and basically said, you know, hey, it's a 24-hour rule. You can enjoy this win for 24 hours as a team, but when we come back, you know, on Monday, it's it's on to the next, you know, and that's a that's a sign of maturity. Um, and then today, you know, with the, with the meetings and stuff and just seeing the focus of the guys, um, you know, shows a sign of maturity. And... And I think they understand, you know, and then it comes from me, obviously, you know, leading the team that way. But, yeah, today in practice will be be important. It's a big day, you know. Um, you're putting in your base game plan. How well do they take it from the classroom to the field? You know, uh, are we flying around in practice? You know, um, you, you just, you know, you can't shortcut for the hard work and preparation, and you got to keep doing it week in and week out. You know, along the line, the maturity level of this team and the focus, you, know, you have a team that, hasn't won on the road in a couple of years, hasn't won on the West Coast very often. How do you leave the past in the past and, and convert them into doing it your way? You know, I think the, the number one thing is this is a different team, honestly. You know, we have different faces, different, you know, for guys in that dressing room. We've, we've, we've brought in, a, a, I think, a, a level of experienced veterans to this team that have won where they've been and so they know how to do that and sort of educate and teach and you know same way with myself and some of the staff to be able to coach up but you know it's a different group and and you know um i go back to april 
in, in the spring where, where we started talking about all that, you know, and how we handle success as a football team, I think goes a long way to the success, right, of, of this season. And um, we just take them one at a time and we keep kind of preaching that mentality. How much of any analytics do you use within a game, uh, say on a fourth down, uh, do you guys, like how, how much in the room are you with the analytics team and then within the game, I guess, do you kind of use that or do you go more on like the game speed and how the game is going? Um, no, I mean, I, you know, I visit with, with our analytics team <clears throat> throughout the course of the week and, <clears throat> and, and just kind of, you know, again, it goes back, each week is different, right? And analytics are different each week based on your opponent. And, you know, you sit down and you look at them and, and, you, and you study them and you have a plan as you go into, you know, game planning or, you know, even when you get in the game, just having the information available to you, you know, in, in this past week, it was, you know, some of the fourth down scenarios where, um, you know, it, it was favorable, obviously, for us to, to go and, and and take advantage of that. And so, so we did, and we were successful, you know, um, on at least two of those, you know. And But, you know, analytics is a part of it. I'm going to continue to listen to it. and. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm going to listen and, and watch the team and see where we're at during the course of a ball game, who we're playing, how all three phases are playing, and, and, and making an educated decision at the time. When you have to make a split-second decision, though, um, is it have you gotten better at kind of separating the two or creating sort of your decision? I try to, try to take the emotional aspect out of the game, you know, because sometimes those can become emotional decisions based on the smart decision. Um, and I think if you do that and, and just focus on the team and, and where you are and all the factors surrounding it, I think those decisions become easier. How the Chargers have built their defense and just the amount of two high coverages they run. I mean, what kind of unique challenges does that create for an offense? Yeah, it's it does. I mean, it's a it's a too high sort of a shell to start, but they'll roll their safeties down to a bunch of three deep looks, and it's challenging because they kind of mix mix things up, you know, that way and. Um, they always, again, very similar to last week. They want to keep some eyes on the quarterback and and uh, you know rally to the football. Um, you know, receivers have to be locked into that. Quarterback has to be locked into that. You know, because a too high look at the snap is going to turn into one high pretty quick. And and so we need to know exactly where to be and, and where to go with the ball. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Thank you, guys.